0: Growing up, not growing old podcast. We might never change the world. At least we've
1: had our face. Real
2: talk about movies, music, politics, race, growing and religion. Growing
0: up, not growing old, the feeling is still the same. Live from New York. New York, New York. It's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up, Not Growing Old Podcast. My name is Mike Russo. With me tonight, special, special guest. Well, guests with an S, that is, the guys from Everybody Has a Podcast. Podcast, Brian and Adam, what's up, guys? How's it going?
3: What's going on?
0: All right, same stuff over here. What's going on over there? Great White North. What's up? Two weeks in a row, I got (laughs) Canadian guests. What's going on? The,
3: The
1: podcast wave is starting to hit up here.
3: It really is, yeah. It's growing. It's growing big, man. Uh, I I just listened to your podcast too with a dude from Toronto there, and uh, and I was like, oh man, this is gonna be back to back Canadian. So it's it is the Canadian takeover.
0: Yeah, that was um, uh, holy shit. I for- uh, Ke- uh, holy fuck, I forgot his name. You know what? You- <laughs> uh sorry, wasted guy. I forgot you. Holy shit. Am I? Wow. I think his name was Kevin. Oh, I stink. You no, know what? Don't- I just emailed this dude, and um, his name is Steven, and I called him Kevin. I think Kevin is the Wasted guy. Yo, big shout-out to Kevin from Wasted.
3: <laughs> oh, man, it's all good. It's all good. I'm terrible with names, too. I always have been. I know yours is Mike, but I can also see it on my screen, so I'm kind of <laughs> cheating.
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes it a little easier for you, doesn't it?
3: Oh, it does. Yeah, I wish everybody wore name tags because I'm, I'm the worst when it comes to names.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's a bit of a problem for me. Um, I want to thank you for listening to my last episode, though. I really appreciate that.
3: No, no, yeah. for sure, man. I'm gonna make it a ongoing thing because uh, yeah, yeah, you're putting out some good stuff. I mean, uh, there's so many podcasts out there. Like you probably know as well as we do. Once you get out there and you start doing this, you meet so many people. You start listening to a podcast here, podcast there. It's hard to keep up with everybody, but. You know, you set aside those special podcasts. It was like, all right, I'm going to listen to this one religiously. I might catch every other one from the other guy. So,
0: Yeah, you're right. I um I listen to so many podcasts on top of Opie and Jimmy. Um, that show alone, alone takes up three hours. But uh, luckily for me, I work about a 10- to 12-hour day. So I listen to those guys, and I just... Like today, uh, my man Shane Gray does a show called Stay of Gray. I listened to three of his shows back to back to back because I'm so behind on my shows. And I just listened to your guys' last episode. Great stuff, by the way.
3: Oh, thank you very much, man. Thanks, that means man. a lot.
0: Yeah, no problem. And I wanted to talk to Brian about something. Yeah. I, 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 I You're talking about the guy in the plane, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so real quick, just to recap. You're on a flight, and this guy next to you was, uh, I don't know, half a retard, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, he he was a a couple rows ahead of me, and he was just... He was absolutely certifiably fucking bonkers. All
0: right, uh, the way you explained the whole situation, I wanted to kill this fucking person. I mean, I don't (laughs) care, retarded, (laughs) autism, whatever. Oh, he was a couple rows ahead of you, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, but I, I could hear every word he said from back where i was at like he was loud about it too oh uh,
0: yeah i want to i want to destroy <laughs> that motherfucker man and you you know you painted a pretty good picture too um I, I have kids so i watch a lot of kids shows do you guys got kids or anything you bet three. you man, I have
3: he has three and uh, he's he's beating me by one I have, I have two kids so
0: um are you familiar with uncle grandpa
3: i'm definitely familiar with uncle grandpa <laughs>
0: That's what that guy looks like on that plane, <laughs> Uncle Grandpa. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, man. That's, yeah, he did. He painted a pretty vivid picture of this guy. And uh, as somebody who doesn't fly a lot, but I found this, I went from, wow, this is the most amazing experience a human can do, is basically get flown through the air in a you know jet propelled craft, right? Yeah. But then about my second and third time, I just didn't want other people to be a part of the experience with me because I just found out I'm not a good flyer when it comes to other people.
0: Oh, you a panicky Pete.
3: No, I just don't like other people. I just, it's the, it's the people who don't know how to ration out the armrest, you know, when you're sitting up in that window, uh, that, you know, people who, you know, bringing on fucking shitty food, that kind of stuff, you know, you're just, you're putting up with people when you're going through airports. I just look at it as it's something you have to do to travel, but putting up with the people
1: stinks. Oh, see, I, I hate flying. I'm, I'm six foot eight. I don't fit in planes, but I love the people. I, I fucking love that. I mean, I, I love- like finding weird, okay, crazy, good. interesting individuals.
0: <laughs> That's good, though.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've just always been drawn to fucking nutcases. And then I'll be sitting there and writing everything down in a text. And then as soon as we land, I send it to Adam, <laughs> describing right. my, my person.
0: <laughs> you take ownership over them.
1: <laughs> he does. He really yeah, does take yeah. ownership over them. I had this one lady. I uh, I took a greyhound not too long ago, and uh, at first it was like uh, she was a little, a uh, little rough around the edges, and then I started to say to tell Adam all the things that happened on this uh, on this greyhound bus trip, and by the end of it, I was like, no, she is a fucking disaster. <laughs> I didn't even realize how much of a mess she was until I explained the whole thing on the podcast.
0: Yeah, it kind of hit you, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: wow, what a fucking disaster. (laughs) Yo, buses must, you must, like, the bus experience is probably way, like, worse off, in your situation, better than the plane situation. There's some real fucking, real characters on a bus.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 You know what? I I don't know if I pride myself on this, but I I think I do. Is I've never taken a Greyhound bus. I've just never taken a ground bus. If a if if a Greyhound bus stood between me and getting from point A to B, I'd stay at point A.
0: Have you? Do you think you're ever th- someone else's person?
3: You know what? I I th- I like to think that I'm a good traveler. I like to think that I I know. First off, I know the armrest situation. I know how to ration it. I'm not greedy um there's somebody who explained this way better than i'm gonna but it's like if you're on the window seat let's talk about a plane three seats you know in a row uh if you're on the window seat you get the w- you get the armrest but by the window if you're the guy on the outside you get the armrest to the aisle if you're the guy in the middle two armrests and i think that's just fair that should be outlined in the fucking pre-flight instructions
0: yeah because you're in the middle so you yeah you yeah. get something
3: you gotta get something, otherwise, yeah, what? What? Then it's anarchy, right? If if two assholes are taking the armrest, it's anarchy, because now you're sitting there with your elbows, you know, at your fucking belly button. People Ridiculous. Won't get
0: on board with it, though. There's always gonna be somebody. Well, most of the time, someone won't be on board. Won't you know? Someone won't be on with the armrest thing. Um, people just don't have logic. There's a, a logic in the, in this country, in America, in in U.S. logic. And context is out the fucking window. Now you know, you guys know the story about the comedian up there. Who? Uh, what did he? Uh, what happened? He got sued for for he- for destroying a lady that was heckling him or something.
3: Yeah, she was a lesbian. This was in Vancouver, and he basically uh, took her apart on stage and ended up getting sued. And that's probably the biggest problem with. Uh, with, with Canada is us not having as uh, clearly outlined f- right for free speech. We don't have something I, put down in plain
1: text saying you have the right to f- you know, free speech. I think she just needed more assholes in her life before that comedian to get her ready for it. <laughs> she just didn't have enough assholes in her life. Too many people coddling her and patting yeah. her back and saying it'll be okay.
0: And she doesn't even realize that that guy probably did her a favor.
1: Oh, she definitely. Probably, yeah. like
0: raging cunt and this guy actually told her how the fuck it is.
3: Exactly. And you got to respect. And when did comedy clubs become anything other than comedy clubs? I mean, you're going there to be entertained and nothing is stated that it's going to be uh, placating to your personal, you know, comfort system or belief system. I mean, you're going there and it's, you know, it's the Wild West. I mean, you go there, if you don't like it, you leave. That should be the most powerful thing that you have, you know, in your arsenal is to leave if you don't like it. But people somehow like to feel like they have, you know, they have this, uh, they have motives to, entitlement, that's a better way to put it. They have entitlement that they can uh, speak for the room, you know, and it just, it sickens me.
0: It's, yeah, it's really amazing what's happening. I mean, I could feel, I like—I would like to say that I feel like there's some kind of revolution happening or, or some kind of kickback. Like, I feel something's in the air and it has a lot to do with what you're talking about. But at the end of the day, no one's going to get off their leather couch and get out of, out in front of their big screen TV. It's just not going to happen anymore. Too many people are too, you know, w- w- what's the word here? Like complacent in their life to revolt at all, I think.
3: Well, yeah, and, and I mean, that's because if you look at North America, I mean, it, well, I'm excluding Mexico, obviously, but uh, everybody's pretty comfortable. I mean, everybody is, I mean, even a shit life in North America it beats, you know, I mean, it's, it's better than a great life in some other places. So I think people really are just too coddled with everybody's got, I mean, I, I you ever see somebody and you know, they're like, they're, they're down on their luck yet. They still have a brand new iPhone. I mean, that's, that's North America.
1: Yeah. You right. know? And, and people do love to uprise in North America and like revolt and have these big revolutions until the next hashtag shows up and then they drop the last one.
0: Yeah. They call them hashtag activists.
3: Yeah, yeah. hashtag activism. And I think uh, another word that I've heard of is slacktivism, is slack-tivism. another word I like for it. Is another word I like for it as well. But you know, you got countries over there where people are throwing rocks at fucking women for driving. I mean, those countries are going to be a little more prone to violent protests, which I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, is it a big CNN special with firebombs and bad
1: shit? Yeah, sure. But does it get stuff accomplished? Fucking rights, it does, you know? I See, mean, a buddy of mine, he, uh, he was in the army. He did a tour in Afghanistan. And he said it's funny there because people who will just walk until they get tired and lie down wherever they're standing and go to sleep for the night and then get up in the morning and keep walking have iPhones. Everyone in Afghanistan has a fucking iPhone.
0: Where the fuck are they going? Like, they're just... Walking, <laughs>
1: they'll just they'll just be going doing their thing. I, I don't know, doing their Afghan thing, <laughs> and they'll just get tired and lie down on the side of the street and sleep there for the Mike night. Kane
0: from Kung Fu, yeah, <laughs> exactly like there. Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bum, Jules. <laughs> Beautiful. What's gonna be like the thing that changes everything? I mean, I I like I said, I feel it. There's always something that something happens and then this happens i feel like there has to be something like one thing that changes everything i mean unfortunately it's probably going to be an act of violence i I think
1: see i think we're we're at the point right now with information and with the the ease of access to information that for something to change it's going to have to be mother nature going fuck you eat a meteor She's Uh on
0: her way, I got to tell you. (laughs) Shit's going crazy lately. I don't know. Uh, you yeah.
3: know, you know what the weather is. The, the weather is getting stupid. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll touch on that in a second, but I wanted to give my quick input on on the whole how's how are things going to change? Not that I have the answers, but this is just what I think. I think, unfortunately, what we're going to see is we're going to see this pendulum keep moving the way that it's going until it finally hits its peak. So things are going to get worse before they get better. I think. I mean, I just think what else is going to change? It's going to have to get so absurdly ridiculous with political correctness that some sort of fracture happens where everybody goes, whoa, all right, let's time out for a second. You know, this
1: is going too far, right? (laughs) Unless unless you're a Catholic and then the beginning of the end has already started. Did you hear about that whole thing in uh, Ireland?
0: Yeah. Um, Are you talking about the legalization of gay marriage in the country?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, as far as the Catholic Church is concerned, Ireland is dead to them. (laughs)
0: Why have just disowned- give, just just end religion already. Jesus Christ, yeah. dude, 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 dude! Nothing good <laughs> ever comes out of that. You know what? Mm-hmm. It
3: served it served its purpose uh, uh, at one point in history when you know pretty much the survival of the fittest—the guy with the biggest club who'd you know kill and have rape for dinner—would um, rule the land. And religion stepped in to say, "Well, hey, listen, you do this to me, you're not going to go up to the fucking cool place." Right. And that's what got everybody to go, "Whoa, whoa, okay." Or what's this cool place? But now. I mean, that was thousands of years ago. Now, there's no place for it. It just... Yeah, the more it, it was it was a, a way weird. of
1: governing people.
0: And you know what else they did? They said, you know what? what you're going to go to this cool place. But then people started being like, ah, they started wavering a little bit. Then they said, hey, wait a minute. If you leave us, you'll go to this other place with this other guy. And then they all came back. And that's how they they made up... They took like the devil from different religions and created Satan to draw people back to the church. And how many thousands of years later people are still buying into that devil shit? I mean, <laughs> oh. come on now.
3: Tell me about it. I mean, people, religious fanatics, zealots or whatever you'd call them, definitely love to keep their Bible close and pretty much tell you with without a shadow of a doubt in their mind how everything's gonna run when, you know, your clock runs out and what's happening and that there's this divine entity who's controlling the balance of right and wrong and everything happens for a reason. But I mean, that doesn't translate to what's happening. I mean, bad people get away with bad shit and a lot of them don't really see justice and, you know, yeah. good people. There's a lot of good people who do good things that never get recognition. So th- this belief, this ideology that they have, I've, I've never found it something that appeals to me. I find that it gives people, uh, it just, it builds people up to be condescending and to pontificate down to you. And if that's what religion does, nah, I don't want no part of that.
0: Good fucking point. Point uh, well said. I got nothing to add to that. (laughs) Well done.
3: (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) let's... Take a breath now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The fucking Mother Nature thing, though, it's... That's another thing. I feel like there's a something is going to hit us. I mean, us meaning all of us, not just me in New York. I mean... Something big is going to happen somewhere with this. I mean, listen, information has passed so quickly now. We know about everything. So when a typhoon hits in Malaysia, we know about it. And when an earthquake over here, I mean, I saw a video of an earthquake on, uh, I think, um, one of the Mount Everest, I think. Yeah, uh, that was nuts. So, like, I feel like it's more than just the passing of information. I really feel like. Mother Nature is going to fuck us somehow.
3: You know what? You know what scared me about that Mount Everest thing is uh, I didn't know you could have an earthquake on a mountain. And that would have always been my, you know, if shit gets bad enough, I'm going to move to a mountain and chill out there in the safe zone. Turns
1: out I'd have been wrong.
3: I didn't know an earthquake could hit a mountain. That's scary as
1: shit. I live on a fucking mountain. I was kind of hoping that we were safe. Well, I was, uh, this was probably 10, 12 years ago now. Uh, my, my uncle, he lived in an apartment building and he calls us up and said, uh, do you guys' place just shake a little? we said, no, we're good. But because he was on like the fourth floor of an apartment building, he actually felt it where he was at. we saw on the news the next day there was a little earthquake just north of us.
0: Did you know that earthquakes can uh, occur on a mountain?
1: No, no. That was my first. I had no idea. I thought that we were good because we're, we're like right on the Rocky Mountains. Like the this piece of land should be done shifting now and, and the 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 big fault line is like down like vancouver way and through seattle and down to california
0: if i was on mount everest like on a, on a like a you know a trip and an earthquake an earthquake occurred and motherfuckers didn't tell me that that can happen i'd be pissed yeah <laughs> exactly I'd bury somebody on that fucking mountain. What a
1: shitty break too! like you, you spend all this money to get to Mount Everest and you're thinking, well, fuck the cold's going to kill me. The cold's what's going to get me. It's going to be exertion and a lack of oxygen and the cold. And then a fucking earthquake takes you out of nowhere. It might as
3: well have been a tornado is what I thought. It might as well have been a tornado or just something. It's equally ridiculous in my mind.
0: It could have been a gang of yetis, man. Just tell me what I'm looking at.
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Put the full disclosure here. You need to tell me that earthquakes can happen on mountaintops. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Fuck. And the motherfuckers, they, they ducked in a tent and lived. It's crazy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, you gotta give some bad props to a tent. That a tent is like, oh, well, you know what, if you're ever in an earthquake on a mountain, just gotta make sure you have a tent. Really, a piece of nylon and some fucking... Some fucking... That's what's gonna save me?
0: Where, um, apparently, where are Where are you guys from, anyway? Cities. Uh, I'm uh, Calgary,
1: Alberta. Uh, I'm, just, I'm Grand Cash, which is sounds the middle be- of... But fuck nowhere. It sounds important, but it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's named after uh, a pile of fur in a treehouse. Uh, <laughs> fuck out of here! Come on now, now you're. It is. It, it was a, a cache of fur, uh, and this is the the spot where that cache of fur was, and it was uh, up on a, a little house built in the trees.
0: Oh wow! All right, I want to um, give a shout out real quick to my girl Mandy from another podcast I listen to called Rebel Songs Podcast. She's out of Windsor. Do you guys know where that is? I'm Ontario. Ontario. uh, I'm
1: going there on Wednesday.
0: Oh, cool! I was over there by Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah. They don't cross that border, though.
1: No, 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 no. no, no. I know. I know. I was thinking about it, it. but. uh...
0: Well, I, sure. I like
1: I'm, I like crazy people. I go down there and spend a night in Detroit.
0: Yeah, they might not like you so much, though.
3: <laughs> no, no, you won't you won't fit in there at all. <laughs> Actually, they might be they might be scared thinking that he's a yeti.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're a big fuck, ain't you?
3: He's yeah. a big fuck, and he's white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let me guys, uh, let me ask you guys the typical podcaster question. Like, I don't really like to do an interview show. I like to just hang out with my people. But I wanted yeah. to ask you guys the typical question is how and why you got into this
1: um how well we we kind of talked about it i talked about well we started off um adam well fuck we started off with uh i had opie and anthony in my truck and i just didn't pay for my subscription anymore and that went over and then adam said well you can get them on this podcast and so I'd heard about podcasts before, but that was my first time actually digging into it. And then uh, uh, on one of their uh, replay shows, I heard Joe Rogan talking to uh, one of the fucking super hippies that he has on his show. Um, anyhow, it's not important. So I started listening to Joe Rogan, and then I was saying to Adam, I should start a podcast in just like a little local fucking news thing, because Grand Cash is so small that we've never had our own news channel like 3000 people in Grand Cash. Wow. And uh, we were driving home from work one day and I started talking about uh, the the night I lost my virginity and Adam pulls out his phone and starts recording. Cool. And we uh, we listened to it. And we were like, okay, well I, I can't that that can't see the light of day ever, but we could uh, wait, too much wait, incriminating do something. We could shit. probably do something, wait, wait, probably wait, do wait, something wait.
0: with this. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Okay. That that story's not out there?
1: No. No, god no. It hasn't it seen the light bad? of day. <laughs> it was pretty fucking bad.
0: Oh, come on, man. How bad could it be? Come on. What <laughs> happened?
1: Um give her Brian. <laughs> All right. I <laughs> lost the virgin my virginity on the uh, the hood of what would later be a coworker's uh, well, now an ex-coworker's uh truck to his daughter.
0: That is fucking brilliant. That's an awesome story. You should fucking tell that on your show, man. It is,
1: unless that coworker fucking
0: <laughs> ever heard it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You still know that person? Oh yeah, he still
1: lives in town.
3: That's oh. a problem, right? Is a small area.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the that's okay. I, I see where you're at now. All right, good. While
1: while my best friend sat on a rock on his lawn masturbating <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> you just threw that in is that yeah you just made that last part up <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he, he was just though. sitting on
1: on the rock and waiting for me though <laughs> no but he a, didn't have to wait very long
0: so <laughs> yeah, that's a good story i like that story all right so anyway i right, go back so you you recorded it you uh listened to it
1: and then we were yeah and then it was just like well uh recording while we're driving sounds like shit so we shouldn't it did, do that it sounded like it sounded like we're on a rickety pirate ship. It, it, it just yeah. didn't sound good. Yeah. So we uh, we recorded the next day, and that one again just sounded like shit on the drive. And then uh, we actually sat down and did one, just recording off the iPhone. Uh, sat up until, fuck. Two, in the three in the morning, trying to figure out how to get it online. Yeah, because we, we we were like, well, okay, well, this is
3: great because we have this audio now. We have thirty minutes or forty-five minutes, whatever it was, of audio. But now we need to put it on the internet, and that was the part where we were both like, had no fucking idea, right? So we started doing some digging around and um, found a good hosting site. Uh, we actually ended off going off of Squarespace for hosting our website. Not really a plug, but it's just the fucking thing we use. And then you know. Sort of reading step-by-step instructions. We uploaded onto iTunes, and I don't know how it was for you, but, like, the first time we seen our shit available, you know, just available, like, especially in iTunes, we were like, holy fuck, this is something.
0: Yeah, same thing. When I saw my logo pop up, uh, there was uh, a couple moments. When I first saw my logo pop up on iTunes, and the first time I heard someone else, another show, mention my show, those are two big, big things for me. Oh yeah, I, I agree a
3: hundred percent. Yeah, that's huge because you really do feel like you're doing something. Now, in retrospect, we both talked about this. If we went back and listened to our first episode, I bet you we'd barely be able to make it through it because it's amazing how much growing you can do. And you know, whatever we're going to be on seventeen episodes here pretty soon. And I was seeing that you're 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 well over a hundred, aren't you, Mike?
0: Yeah, I got about a hundred and sixteen posts. About a hundred officially numbered shows. Yeah, hundred and one.
3: God damn, man! All that's nice. that's that's a that's a that's a lot of shows, man. And they're 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 all.
0: It's the growing up, not growing old podcast. Hello, hey. hey, hey. Sorry, I had last week. I had this thing happen, and it happened again. My line in just cuts out, and it gives me a crazy echo. But uh, we're still rolling, so. Sorry oh, about that.
3: beautiful. No, no worries, man. Um, actually, I was going to ask you, this might be a fucking who-gives-a-shit technical question, but our, uh, like, you, you we use line Soundflower, and pretty much GarageBand to record. Uh, what's your setup?
0: Same thing, and Line-In has been breaking my balls every week for the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, uh, our, our first time... See, this is the problem. I, I have an echo in my voice, so I'm going to start interrupting you guys now. Oh, no, exactly. I'll, I'll, clear, I'll,
3: I'll clear the way.
1: <laughs> we uh, Our first time having someone on, it was uh, Ray Christian. He's a storyteller out of North Carolina. Fucking awesome dude. I, I would encourage you to get him on too. But uh, he sat there patiently for well over an hour while we were trying to get uh, Line In to work.
0: <laughs> Do me yeah. a favor if you can. Uh, DM me his name or his Twitter name and I'll reach out to him.
1: Definitely no,
3: he, he, he's a, he's a good one he's he's got awesome stories he used to be in the military uh just a great all around guy i mean i could just sit and listen to him talk for a fucking hour without even you know putting in my two cents uh but to have him on a podcast was great but the fact that he sat around for an hour while we figured out our technical issues was just it put him over the top in our mind like wow it's not every day you meet somebody that patient you know
0: yeah cuz he's probably seen and been through so much that that one hour Nothing for him.
3: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think the thing that sold me on how much he'd been through and seen is the fact of how little of it he was willing to talk about. Because, you know, if you get somebody on a podcast who claims to be this, you know, whatever, that nine times out of ten, you're going to get the guy who's going to tell you all these long-winded, elaborate stories, which, you know, might not necessarily be true or credible, but the guy who keeps it, you know, like, hey, I really can't go into this, you kind of got to go, holy fuck, that speaks
1: more volumes than anybody's crazy military story, so...
0: Yeah, yeah yeah right
1: yeah and this guy ray he uh you know he grew up in like a in squalor he he grew up in poverty and he uh went into the military and then came out of that got a i can't even remember what they were but a couple degrees and now he's teaching and he owns chickens and he tells stories for a living <laughs> yeah. beautiful
0: owns chickens and tells stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a good guy.
3: Um <clears throat> I don't know if you if you had any more questions or if I could uh, I could throw a tip. I, I had a couple New York questions for you.
0: Yeah, man. Whatever C- you want to do, man. This is an open forum here.
3: Okay, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of New York. Never been there, but still regardless, I'm a huge fan of everything that's come out of New York. Um, everything that's coming out of the New York area, Boston, you got all the biggest comedians on the planet coming out of Boston. So just that yeah. whole area intrigues me. But I got to ask, is uh, New York pizza, is it really like, is that really the be all end all? I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that. And uh, um, I'm just, do you have any I, I, frame of reference?
0: That's what I was going to say. I haven't really been anywhere else outside of New York, New Jersey, Florida, Uh, But I've seen California pizza, and it looks awful. Okay, all (laughs) right. Florida pizza is awful.
3: You know, I I think we, the closest we've come or that I've come to have a New York pizza was I went to, me and uh, Brian actually both went to Las Vegas with some coworkers and uh, they have a New York pizza place in the New York, New York hotel. And I don't even, I can't even vouch for it being a New York pizza because I've never been to New York, but it blew away hands down everything I've ever eaten in Canada. And if somebody was to tell me that the pizza from New York was better than this stuff, and I assume it is, I'd tell anybody coming to Canada from there to just don't even look at our pizza. I'd seriously want to – I'd be embarrassed um, to even bring because there's just no comparison.
0: I could tell just by looking at some pizza that it's not good. I mean, it has to have that the perfect – like I, if someone has a slice of pizza in their hand, it has to have the perfect fold. It has to sit the right way. I'm just going to go ahead and say that we got the best pizza. Not, well, you know not what? Yeah, you, other pizza. You,
1: you shouldn't be able to just pick up a piece of pizza by its crust and have it stay straight. And that's what it all should, of our it pizza should leads. have a good flop to it. Yep, our pizza no Canadian flop. pizza has that flop. It's terrible. I think the
3: closest we can come to New York pizza is go to a fucking Sparrow in a food court. How sad is
1: that? <laughs> I think all our pizzas on Viagra it just stays rigid. It is rigid, hot pizza. <laughs> Stiff. like a dick.
3: Fucking it's, terrible pizza. It's, it's,
0: yeah, that's oh. it, man. Pizza, pizza's good here. Yeah, I mean, bagels too. Got the best bagels, best pizza on oh, yeah? the water.
3: Oh fuck, I got a guy, got to get there. Oh yeah, of course, Brian. You 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 didn't know about bagels? No. Well, think about it. Who runs that fucking city? <laughs> no, there's a <laughs> there lot of Jewish go. people there. <laughs> it, it just makes sense, right? Now, that's not even hating. I mean, telling them, an tell 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 the ethnic group that they have wicked fucking pastries isn't isn't slander. <laughs>
0: No, listen, there's, everyone's got their thing, and there is a very large Jewish community in New York, that's why we got great bagels, great pastrami, and corned beef places, you know, you can go to Dat's, I mean, Cat's Deli, and get a fucking sandwich, pastrami sandwich the size of your head.
3: God damn. (laughs) I'm not
0: not exaggerating either, you gotta look it up, Google search Cat's Deli uh, uh, pastrami.
3: I'm gonna. I'm scratching that down right now to give that a check. See, and out. I think
1: that's that's one of the big things about Canada. Like one of the big differences between Canada and America. It seems like the uh, the ethnic groups once they hit that west coast in Canada, they just kind of scattered. They they hit the coast like a fucking shotgun. Whereas in the states, uh, ethnic groups kind of stuck together. And now they have these little communities, like they have little Italy and. Uh, in, Chinatown in, in, in Little Spain and Chinatown Here we have like Most cities have a Chinatown um, That's it Yeah <laughs> that's we, true yeah. We don't have uh, We don't have the, the, the black ghettos We don't have the little Italy's uh, mm. Fucking Edmonton has little Somalia um, and That's just a, that's a terrible place never heard that one
3: I don't know if I'd want to be poking my head in little Somalia. <laughs> no, it's, like it's horrible. It's, off.
1: it's just outside of the uh, the technical school there, and it's 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 a terrible, it horrible place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh,
3: well, we have like we have natives. Like I, I noticed one thing. I was re I was watching a Vice documentary on uh, Winnipeg, which if you don't know where Winnipeg is in Canada, you don't even have to worry. About you're not it missing anything. You're not missing okay. a thing. <laughs> but they have a huge uh, problem right now with uh, native gangs. Like I'm talking like Canadian natives, Indians uh, who are forming these fucking violent gangs and it's like becoming sort of I guess what, I don't want to label it the black well yeah, the gangs in New York
0: Bill the Butcher was like a uh, uh, he was a what did he call himself, a natural American or whatever oh yeah? American. natural yeah, yeah, like a naturalist or some shit kind of like what the uh, Winnipeg people are doing
3: Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing is because it's so profitable and stuff like that. And our laws just pretty much the the way that our laws work up here. I mean, it's it makes it very easy for for crime to take place. Um, But I mean, it's a it's a different paradigm. Like the the way we treat guns up here compared to the way you you guys treat guns in the States is just I don't know. I'd like to see Canada come more the way the United States. And a lot of people would scream, well, that's, you know. Just asking for trouble, but I think yeah. uh, with the regulations that we have on them right now, mixed with you know, let 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 a guy have a concealed carry. I don't think it would end sure. the world. You know?
0: yeah, like so, Great right you don't hear about people with the concealed carry stopping crimes. Yeah, and, and there was
1: there was one right after that Aurora theater shooting where, uh, like the day after, someone in I think it was Arlington, Texas, pulled a gun in a food court. And someone sitting down eating a family meal didn't even stand up, pulled out his gun, shot the guy dead, and no one else got killed. And that, that never, never made at- the news.
3: Yeah, never made, never made the news except if you really had to hunt for it to find. Yeah, it which- you, you
1: had to find like the, the extreme right-wing uh, conservative mm-hmm. news sites to even see that.
0: Or listen to the Anthony Cumia show.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, that that you'll you'll yeah. definitely you won't miss a beat if you listen to that again, you the again the extreme right wing <laughs> media sites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could definitely label that. a story
0: about these guys in Texas who had a art contest who could draw Muhammad. So these terrorists aren't they doing that like right now? Or they are? What's that?
1: Aren't they doing that like right now type thing like this week?
0: Well, what happened was these guys, I don't know, Taliban, whoever, went to go kill them. There was three of them with automatic weapons went down there. And there was, I don't know if he was undercover or what, but a cop saw them, took them all out.
3: Jesus.
0: You have to look up that story to get the exact facts, but that's about the gist of it.
3: Wow. Wow. I mean, it's stories like those that need to need to get media attention to switch people's heads around when it comes to guns because I don't know if you've seen that gagging video about the guy who owned a gun store in New York and it wasn't even a real gun store and he basically, every gun he was selling was supposed to be involved in some mass shooting and it was trying to scare people away from guns and I've never oh thought of gosh. fear as the best instructional tool on something like educate yourself on
1: something strictly by fear is just the wrong way to do it. That's See, disgusting. I, I, I would have that if I uh, was in that situation, if I would have pulled up to that and he said this was the gun from Columbine, I would have said, How fucking much and can I walk away with it today? I, I love obscure shit. And that that gun would be worth a lot of money down the road. But uh Well,
3: that's why you could tell these were actors in these videos, because all these people's yeah. like fucking joe blow and fucking jane blow were walking into a gun store and she's like i really want a gun and then they get into the store and the guy's like here he's like i got this bushmaster ar and uh it's on sale and so they pick up the gun and then the guy's like did you know that that was used in the sandy hook shooting and it was like that over and over and over again and everybody was just appalled and they went then they had this post interview, which was just as horseshit as the entire video. Going, I don't think I'd buy another gun. I don't think I'm interested in guns anymore. After that, it was just some overly liberal oh, horseshit.
0: So douchey. It's like those it, cigarette commercials. It reminds me of the truth commercials. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you guys have those up there? I don't
1: think so, really. Uh,
3: I'm a, I'm aware of what you're talking about. I like to think that we that that we do have those those cigarette commercials.
1: Oh, there's the one with the guy with the stoma, and it's just fucking hilarious. He's what is that? <laughs> uh, the stoma, the hole in the throat. He, uh,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, they,
1: they have this commercial, and you're supposed to feel bad for the guy, but he like plugs his hole, and he goes, When you have a stoma, you can't face forward in the shower. And it's just it fucking made me crack up. I couldn't keep my shit together watching it. Yeah, there's, those are, those
0: commercials are pretty fucked up.
3: Yeah. we we have like the the picture of the cancerous lungs and shit like that on cigarette packs. We have all that stuff, like the pictures um, that are supposed to scare you away from quitting or you know, scary into quitting. We have that kind of stuff, and there's the odd ad campaign that comes out to try and stop it. But it's, I don't know, I don't know if it's making a dent. Um, maybe it is because more people are vaping. I don't know if you're into that. I'm definitely not into it. Um, but more people are getting those little fucking robot dicks, and uh, that's how they're smoking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you guys had that those accident commercials up there too. Those are awesome. Accident, oh, the, yeah, the, the, like uh, the, the. I the think woman. that was
1: mostly Australian. There were a couple Canadian ones, but I think the big push for that was Australian.
0: Well, oh, hold yeah, on. S- sick commercials. Well, hey? Which one, Which one are you
1: talking about, Mike?
0: I. Right, there was one where the the woman she gets boiling hot water poured on her face. Um, oh. there was one where the guy beats up the the waitress
3: yeah 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 okay I know which ones you're talking about yeah okay you know he's not talking about the car accident ones uh, Brian. Oh, okay. he's talking about um, yeah I know exactly which ones you're talking about yeah every once in a while we'll come up with some pretty fucking cool ad campaigns but I are mean, those
1: like the work safe BC ones probably yeah, that's yeah. It. Oh, okay, the one yeah. girl
0: falls off a ladder or something <laughs> it's, it's very graphic
1: <laughs> god damn that's what you need Yo, the, to deliver a message.
0: <laughs> the Australian car accident one was sick. Yeah, they they do a good
1: fucking job of that. I'm I'm a I'm a firefighter too. Uh, that's kind of what I I do in my free time. Um, and so I you must
0: I see all sorts of awful shit.
1: I love that they put those commercials out there. I think they work. Yeah. I think
0: that I commercial
3: definitely worked, especially having kids. Like, if I didn't have kids, yeah. I'd probably... It wouldn't n- nearly come as close to, you know, changing my way of thinking. Not that I've always... I'm a lunatic when I drive, but uh, but those commercials definitely, like, resonated, I guess is the word.
0: Yeah, because the guy, he stopped in the commercial. They artistically show the guy stop before they crash. They get out, and he, and the guy's like, I thought you were going to stop. I didn't think I was going that fast. And it's kind of like what would happen after and then you see a kid in the back seat all innocent and it's like wow and then and they show the crash full blast
3: boom yeah. yeah and then it ends like just fade to like quick to black and it's like fuck that's a that's a powerful fucking piece of commercial um, yeah, man,
0: that shit, shit, work, shit worked. It worked. It worked.
3: Yeah, I think if you use advertising and like that kind of thing, if you use it in the right way, it can be very powerful. But I, I find too, too much of these things end up coming off as hacky, and I just ended up laughing at them. You know, like, just like, well, what are you doing? You know, that was the best yeah. idea you could come up with. Fuck.
0: It's got to be done right.
3: It's got to be done right. No, definitely. Like definitely.
0: The, the guy who did that Australian one, he's going to make movies if he's not already.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. There's, I mean, do, doing something in such limited time like that and getting like every shot as perfect as he did to deliver his message was yeah. That's that's no. You couldn't have done that half-assed and done the same job. All
0: um, right. Uh, so let me switch gears here for a second. Why is football so popular in Canada?
3: Uh. Well, you know, for for me, I mean, if you're talking about the CFL, I don't really, t- I don't really follow it. But for the NFL. Um, it NFL, seems yeah. it seems to be catching on more and more every year. I don't know why, because it's not like we really have a have a hat in the ring up here. I mean, I'd like to see the day where maybe there is an NFL team up in up in Canada. Like I remember hearing uh, about a, mo- a possible move of uh, the Buffalo Bills up to Toronto. Uh, Bills, baby! But they, he's a Bills fan, <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm obviously
0: Rex Ryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm this, I'm a this is I'm the a, year where they actually make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't mm. care about winning the Super Bowl. I just want them to make the playoffs.
0: Well, I'm a Jets fan, and I want the Bills to get to the playoffs, and the Jets not to because I like West <laughs> Ryan.
3: I can understand that. I can understand that. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm completely I'm – I'm way over in the middle of the country with uh, my Denver Broncos. I just want to see Manning get another ring. I just want to see – How did
0: you <laughs> get onto the Broncos? I could see the Buffalo thing. It's kind of close.
3: Uh, well, to be honest with you, the, the, how I got onto uh, the Broncos was um, Colorado has always been a place that's. I mean, it sits on the Rocky Mountains. You know, it kind of we kind of share the Rocky Mountains with you know the states in that way, and um, you know, mountainous trees. Um, and I I don't know what what really brought me to the Denver Broncos. Maybe I just like the logo. But I, I was I, when I was coming up with picking a team. I'm like, well, if I'm gonna pick a team, I'm gonna. I don't have any reason to pick any other team. I'm not gonna pick the one that's just got the closest stadium by proximity to me. So I just I decided yeah. to go Broncos. And then I think the following year, that's when they signed Manning. So. Um, of course, with uh, in my circle of friends, I get labeled a bandwagon jumper. But I always like to state this: I was on, I was there before Manning, and so far, he has not really so done. you're
0: sh- new to football. I am NFL, new football. Manning just got signed a couple years ago.
3: Yeah, I, I am, I'm very new to football, but uh, so, yeah. I'm and trying I to. make I started.
1: Up for uh, time. I started last year. <laughs> I, it was Adam. He got me in a one of those uh, confidence pools, and I fucking, I kind of sifted through and I picked my team and I've always had a, a a thing for Buffalo's and I said these guys could actually fucking do something in the next five years and they're kind of a bottom of the barrel team now but they could actually do something in the next five years so uh I, I, I picked the Bills.
0: Alright, so you guys are new to the NFL and isn't it fucking great? It is, it, it is. It's amazing.
3: I mean, that's the best thing about being new to it is it's like, is it so... Fresh, You know, if I, if I'd have been a 10, 15 year fan, it would, it would probably be a little bit lost on me with all the politics and shit that goes on in the NFL, but because it's so new, it's still so exciting. I mean, I know hockey's supposed to be our thing, but I mean, I've, you know, I just have never been able to catch on to hockey as the way I have with football. I don't know why it's that trench warfare mindset, you know, battle of inches, that kind of thing. It's just, it's easily the most exciting sport in my mind that exists.
1: I'll watch the, uh, you guys I'll got watch plans the final. To
0: go into, um. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I'll, I'll watch the uh, the finals in hockey, and uh, usually the semifinals, which are going on right now. But so other than the game that, on right now, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I I might watch it after this, but it uh, yeah. Seems Adam hockey just never really caught on with me.
0: You guys gonna make your way to an NFL game one day? Cause that is the ultimate experience. <laughs>
1: when we went to Vegas, the whole plan was. Uh, let's go to San Francisco and see Denver play there or San Diego uh, or San Diego and see Denver play there. And then, uh, then I was like, well, I'm in guys. I'm like, I'm, I'm actually going. And then they were like, well, you've never been to Vegas, have you? And I said, no. And they said, okay, well we're going to go to Vegas instead. It just (laughs) turned into a Vegas trip, but the next trip is (laughs) definitely going to be a, I think we've
3: picked it out as a, as a San Diego just to see, you know, a couple rivals to see the chargers, you know, uh, meet up against the Broncos. And for That's me, it'd be good game. because there's probably a better than not chance that the Broncos are gonna steamroll the fucking Chargers. But um, I'll wear my Bills hat. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, you'll be the right, one guys, fan um, wearing Bills hat.
0: What was I gonna say just now? Oh, uh, fuck. Oh yeah, I've been uh, I've been into football my whole life. Unfortunately, I've been a Jets fan. So right now, you guys are right here with the excitement. I'm way down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost given up.
3: I I can under, I can understand that. I mean, uh um uh, you know what if 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 my team went on to have a dry run, which they've kind of been on one anyways. I mean, yeah, they're they're doing good in their division, but look at their division. It's it's absolute shit, you know? Um, but I think it would wear on me as well, you know, but, uh, I don't know, every year is a new year and you just gotta hope for the right chemistry and hope that, you know, this is the year, but that gets tiring after a while. Cause I have a friend who's, who's been a football fan for probably the last 15 years, a San Diego Chargers fan. And every year he oh, has the rough. same level of enthusiasm is this is the year, man, you don't understand man rivers this year he's he's the next big quarterback, you know read this article he's going to be this year is and then it never flushes out. I mean
0: the charges are you too, man, they will because they'll look they like they'll make it almost every year
3: yeah they they they'll they'll really will they'll they'll play some strong games they'll beat teams that you wouldn't have thought that they you know could have or should have beat. And then all of a sudden they'll lose these games where they should have easily won it just there it'd be a frustrating team to be a fan Look, of
1: Buffalo's last four games they uh they lost to Denver, which fair enough, and then they beat the Packers, and then they fucking somehow lose to the Raiders and then they beat oh. the Patriots <laughs> yeah, exactly it's
0: a uh, very up and down last couple of games,
1: yeah. No, definitely. You
0: are, uh, as high as you could be and as low as you could be. <laughs> yeah, lose that's to the
1: fucking to the the Raiders and the then. Raiders. <laughs> that's that's, Beat that's the, tough the Patriots.
3: Fuck. So so as a uh, I don't know you've probably already talked about this before, Mike. But as a you know as somebody who has been a longtime fan of football, what do you think of this extra fifteen yards on the uh, extra point, the PAT?
0: Uh, the first I heard of it was on your last episode, actually. I don't. I haven't even really given it any thought. But what is it? Fifteen yards. It's, so it's deeper now, right? It's
3: deeper. Yeah, it's added. I, f- I forget what the total yardage is, but it's 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 fifteen yards added to the PAT. And they say what it's going to do is it's going to take down the success rate of ninety nine percent for PATs down to like ninety four, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it could really put the pressure on. And I don't know, man. I think it could really change. Uh, change how this this season's going to play out with that extra point, you know. It's going to add a level of excitement. I
0: tell you, I tell you who it's going to affect is the fucking bettors. Gambling's yeah. going to be fucked with this.
3: Yeah, that's actually a good point. I never even really thought of how that would affect,
1: uh, you know, betting on sports, but you're right, that's going to do some. That's probably going to do something. Yeah, that's going to put, yeah, put a lot sport. more six-point runs in and they're not just going to be able to Fuck. Uh, yeah. I guess as a, ah, as a gambler, yeah, I couldn't
3: be too fucking happy about that.
0: There's going to be a lot, a lot of suicides next year. <laughs>
3: do you think there's going to be – probably, it'll probably taper off slowly, but you're <laughs> right. There's going to be a spike in suicides related to this extra 15 yards.
0: Yeah, Vegas has become the number one suicide state in the country. You know what? Missed the fucking Vegas is
1: putting in a, a, a hockey team too, eh?
0: That's what I heard, but I don't know if it's 100%.
1: Well, uh, last I heard, it was between a hockey team and a football team, but everyone's flying out on Sunday, so the football team they figured wouldn't work or would bring in a lot less money. Whereas the hockey team uh like the hockey games are kind of any day of the week just as they're scheduled and uh so yeah, that's uh How would they
0: keep the ice cold? It's fucking hot over there, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is it is, yeah. They're gonna have to, uh, they're gonna have to come up with some some sort of fucking innovation, mind you. I guess they have ski hills in Dubai, so
1: <laughs> yeah. And the the yeah, L.A. Kings be, are um, supposed to have some of the nicest ice in the in the NHL, so.
0: A hockey team in Vegas would be very very interesting. It would uh, it, well, it would uh, be lucrative. You know, I
1: bet you they'd be sold out every game.
0: I don't think I mentioned the name of your podcast. Why don't you tell them the name of your podcast?
1: Everyone has a podcast.
3: We're, uh, we're, uh, yeah, we're a new podcast every week. We like to claim Wednesdays, but sometimes it's Thursdays, Fridays. So I think at this point we're just saying a new episode up every week. We're on, uh, we're going on to episode 17. Um, not to be a fucking, I'll plug a little side project. I'm kind of doing as well. I'm doing a solo podcast as well. And it's sort of one every once in a while. I'm supposed to put one up today. I've recorded it, but I haven't put it up. But it's called the Bootcast. It's usually thirty to forty-five minutes of just me talking shit, and I play a bit of music, that kind of thing.
0: Well, like I said, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm always looking for new shows to listen to to fit in here and there. And I gotta say, you guys got a new listener in me, and I'm gonna (laughs) be—I already subscribed. Uh, I think I might have left a review, but I'm not sure. But um I really appreciate you guys doing the show man. Yeah, doing we appreciate the, I feel like the We support. only scratched the surface.
3: I I I definitely love to do this again and uh, who knows maybe next time we set some we can have you on uh, on our show or vice versa whatever go back and forth. But yeah, I've enjoyed talking to you and uh and you know, I I love the New York flavor, man. That did that accent. That accent just <laughs> fucking I'm a, I wish I was an I I'm assuming you're Italian, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, half, yeah. <laughs> half <got> Italian. It. <laughs> I'm assuming
3: it's in there. I've, uh, I wish I had that lineage, but I just uh, I don't have it. I'd love to be fucking Italian. Tell somebody, go fuck off, eh? You <laughs> fucking bruise. Yeah, well, you
0: guys, do you hear your accent?
3: Uh, no. you, sometimes I do when I'm listening back to shit we've recorded. I'll go, ooh, sound a little Canadian there. Um, But I think to, it probably sounds like fucking like screaming like in your heavy. face. Obvious, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, your accent's real heavy. Uh, you yeah, I mean, <laughs> so is mine, but I don't notice it. No, 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 for sure. I
3: guess that's, yeah, exactly. It's all relative. Oh, yeah. I, know, I remember when I, when I went to Hawaii and I ran into some people there and they pointed me out right away and said, oh, are you from Canada? And I said, oh, how'd you, how'd you guess? And um, uh, they said, well, first of all, you you actually looked at us when we addressed you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they said, your, a- your accent, your accent is so, it's like, oh, it's the about. So I guess it's how we say about and shit. I don't
0: know. Well, I mean, when that's we were the in... joke everyone makes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. When we were in Vegas, we, uh, there was a guy, we didn't even talk. We didn't even say a word. We were just walking past him and he said, you Canadians having fun down here? <laughs> and, uh... How did he know? We were wearing shorts and it was like... <laughs> December. <laughs> yeah. It was like four forty degrees there, so, Fahrenheit. So it's uh, like yeah, 10 course. above for us. That's still, that's still sun tanning weather. It's balmy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you guys are on iTunes. Um, are you Any, th- any other uh, things? SoundCloud, Stitcher, anything uh, like Stitcher. that?
3: Stitcher. Yeah, we're also on Stitcher. We have our uh, uh, website. It's Um And then, yeah, just the Twitter um, is just at eHatPodcast.
0: All right. Thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy.
3: Thanks a lot, man.
0: Right, have a good night. We'll talk you to you too. again. Later. Later. All right, that was the guys from the Everyone Has a Podcast podcast. I have to uh, apologize to those guys if I talked over them because I got the stupid echo again, god damn it. Right, I'm going to end the show with a song from my man, Base That Kid. Check out him on uh, YouTube, Base That Kid. All right, later.
2: Base That Kid. I got the best of both worlds. I can keep it rugged. But I can be smooth as well. I'm here to separate the pros from the cons The hoes from the one you keep under your arm I give a realness with a trace of charm I share i give a more happy days than the fons Where's the mark quote? They don't quote when I can Practice principles, train them, throw it as a dawn Vose got me wet like I swim in a pond Feel like King Kong, climbing to the top Day taking shots, but I'm shining, getting cropped Your Rhyme being pictures that need full shot. Cause most of that bullshit needs to be cropped My songs paint all that short as a tug. Flow Walks a on beat with my heart. Lost their swag, trying to get their name back. I'm operating smoothly, bringing king back. I'm operating smoothly, bringing king back. I'm a smooth operator, smooth operator. Love for some haters, they really motivate us. Cool Karma Collective describes my behavior Keep getting paper, I'm a smooth operator I'm a smooth operator, smooth operator Love with some haters, they really motivate us Cool Karma Collective describes my behavior Keep getting paper, I'm a smooth operator Chucky says so they old, songs, still use them They may be old to you, to be new to them They ask what's up with Chucky, what's up with you and him? That's my comrade, I remain true to him But in this game of losing win You gotta let them choose their sense They'll single you out and move you in him out So they can rule with their friends Divided, conquer, I got the view of a prince I'm not taking shots, I'm not shooting him But when there's others' loyalty boost false, My force is forced to be true to him You ever need me, I'll be there in 3D Base, you don't live in the hood no more When you doing good, why live in the hood some more? Worry my kids is cursed by the calm on my boss The cause of infect is infected by the cause It's God's orders, God's law I'm a smooth operator, smooth operator Love us some haters, they really motivate us Karma collective describes my behavior keep getting paper I'm a smooth operator I'm a smooth operator smooth operator love with some haters they really motivate us cool karma collective describes my behavior keep getting paper I'm a smooth operator I'm a Wesson meaning operate smoothly you want to impress me go find two of me got angel wings got the hunger of a vulture blessed with a smile that belongs on a poster walkers as smooth as Gucci loafers can't shatter my lenses can't break my focus I'm cut from my a clock that floss the crime wave. It's either my way or you coming at me sideways. Spit acid, camouflage, and tripe words. Spit back to back until my mic burns. Stuck in the era, chilly William icebergs. Late night on third, shooting dice on the curve. Rhymes pure opium. And it get greasy like petroleum. Cross Crosso team, who's holding them? I can relate to Adam, wanna give up a rib. So all my dudes, they can feed their kids. I'm a smooth operator, smooth operator. Love for some haters, they really motivate us. I'm a collective, describes my behavior Keep getting paper, I'm a smooth operator I'm a smooth operator, smooth operator Love with some haters, they really motivate us Cool, calm, and collective, describes my behavior Keep getting paper, I'm a smooth operator